Welcome to Unlocked State, where living in your truth is free. I'm your host, Jamar, a 36-year-old black, gay, HIV-positive male. That's who I am, so let's get to it. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Unlocked State. I'm your boy, Jamar. Now, let's go back in time. I'm going to pick up from where I left off. Many people would say, now mind you, I still have these aligners in my mouth. So hopefully, you know, my words will come out clear so you can hear what I'm saying, okay? <laughs> now, many people would ask the question is, how can you consider or call yourself to be gay when you haven't really experimented or tried women. Well, when I was in high school, I did. I had two girlfriends. Okay. So, while I'm still trying to figure out am I gay or not, and the church is preaching about homosexual being wrong, I'm called to preach, I'm this preacher, I'm surrounded by nothing but women in my family. So, of course, I'm in touch with my feminine side. Now, I've always heard the theory, you never know you're gay unless you have done it. And like, this is what you want. So, I had my first girlfriend. She was Hispanic. She was nice. She was cute to me. I liked her because... Back then, she was tomboyish, and, you know, I liked it. It was cute. So, we would play fight, you know, we would, she would put me in hell like I put it, we'll wrestle, we'll fight. I liked that. She wasn't one of those pretty girly girls that, you know, that I lived with back at my mother's house or my family. She wasn't one of those. She was she was a tomboy, so I had to worry about her hair, her nails, her makeup, none of that. She wore jeans, t-shirts, and shirts. Kept her hair in a ponytail. It was fun. I enjoyed it. So we kissed. We know we would hold hands and walk through the hallway. And people were like, "Well, Jamal, why are you with her? What what what's that about?" Oh, excuse the noise behind me. Like, what's all that about? And many of the girls didn't like her. I do not know why, but they didn't like her. They didn't like me. They wasn't flirting with me. They wasn't trying to hit on me or, you know, gave me any type of attention. So, why are you mad about who I'm dating? Why? Because... You ain't getting no love. Like, I'm giving love. You know what I mean? So, so, so names like, they ain't like her because she wasn't the girly girl type and she wouldn't hang out with them and she was just like, whatever. And I liked it. So, I'm going to her house. Her family knew me. And then, you know, my family didn't know her because I would always go to her. I would always take her home and hang out with her and spend time with her. And 
it didn't work because at one point she wanted to get, you know, sexual. And at that time, I didn't know nothing about the female anatomy, none of that. So, you know, I showed her my penis and she showed me her vagina. And she would be like, ooh, it's big. I'd be cracking up. I'd be cracking up. I was like, no, it ain't. <laughs> she was like, ooh, that's good. I'm like, no, it's not. Yo, I'm over here crying. She's like, that's good. I'm like, no, it's not. Yo, we were, we were just silly. So I didn't know nothing. So when it came down to trying to be intimate and sexual, I became intimidated because I didn't know what to do. I haven't had that talk. I haven't been shown what to do. I haven't learned any diagrams. I wasn't into nothing of that. So I was just scared. So we broke up. The second girl I was dating, now mind you, my tomboy is a lesbian today. She has a her, her partner and a child and they're happy and I need to get back in contact with her maybe you could double date <laughs> so but she was my friend she's cool I, I, I love that girl she's cool now the second girl she was more more girly long hair big boobs skinny waist big butt and she was two inches taller than me. And I, I liked me some her because she was a church girl. She sung in a choir. And I said, oh, so she's more of, you know, fitting to my ministry. She could be a first lady, okay? And I was attracted to her. But she wasn't attracted to me in that way. So looking at back at it now, I can actually see that I was trying to force myself on her when she wasn't into me like that. I chased her. Uh, she was my prom date. You know, so she was going to be the first lady. I, w- I became like the pastor of the school because I created a Christian club and she was like the first lady of the Christian club. And, you know, they was like, when y'all start your church, we're going to be there. I was close with her family. Her aunt and I used to talk all the time. Her grandmother loved me. She had like four brothers and everybody would be intimidated by her brothers, but her brothers loved me. I would go hang out with her house. I go spend time with her because I was trying to get her. And I was like, you know what? Maybe she would be the best fit for me. And when she would never give me that time of day, I used to tell her, you know what? At that time, Nelly was on his, you know, country grammar stuff. And I low-key had a crush on Nelly. And she did too. So I used to tell her, if she don't give me the time of the day, or if we ain't going to be together, you know what? Forget it. I'm going after Nelly. I'm just going to be gay. I'm just being, Nelly's going to be my boyfriend. I'm just going to be in a relationship. 
And she always thought that was the funniest thing in the world. You to find out. Bing. Truth is always revealed in comedy. But we say it in a funny way so it don't seem like it's real. So, I just like, nothing's going to be my boo. If I can't have you, I don't want no other woman. I'm going to be gay. I'm going to date Nelly. So, that was the joke of the town. But through the find out, it didn't go nowhere. We kissed once. And I was just chasing a girl. And I've come to realize that the girl did not want me. And they were giving me signs of, you need to see this but here's the downfall. Because I wasn't getting the attention that I should have been getting, I chased after her because she wasn't giving it to me. Does that make sense? Instead of me freely getting what I need or what I desire, I chased after the person that wasn't giving it to me, thinking that I need to get it from them. Now, it seems like that's that's an uncommon theme or issue that I have. Because you don't accept me, I chased after you to get you to accept me. Some people say, you know, that's a good thing because, you know, things are worth the chase. No, everything is not worth chasing. Some things are not supposed to be chased. I truly believe that you don't have to chase love. You shouldn't have to. Because love will knock you down when love has arrived. Perfect example. Jesus didn't force nobody to love him. He didn't force himself on nobody. He tells you. Or he talks. You listen. If you like the message, you go with it. If you don't, you move on. And then, because of his personality, his characteristics, and who he is, you love just takes you over. You don't have to chase after love. And that was my issue with the girl. I chased after her to love me. When I didn't have to. Well, because at that time, she looked the part. She kept the part. I would have been happy with the first girl. Because the first girl would seem more like the style I want. Or the style I like because it wasn't conventional or conservative. She was conservative. And I'm starting to realize or I'm I've been reminded, I use that word, I've been reminded that I am a radical individual. Always been that way. But the downfall with me is I chased after things I shouldn't have. I chased after things I shouldn't want. 
I chase after things that don't benefit me, but hurt me. But all I see is I need to have that. I don't need to have that. Because trying to chase after that just try to destroy me or make me worse than things could be. Maybe life would have been a whole lot different if I'd have understood that I don't have to chase after love. I didn't have to chase after people's approval. I didn't have to chase after people's validation. Now, sometimes, even to the back of my mind, I still low-key do that. That's not something easy to, you know, stop. But I, I low-key chase after things I need not to be chasing after. Or fighting for things that are not going to be beneficial to me. I'm going hard after these things, but I don't need that. Because it's not giving me the the outcome that I want. So I'm going to keep going and I'm going to force it to want me. I'm going to force it to accept me. I was trying to force that church to accept me. I was trying to force people to accept me. But I've come to realize I don't have to force anybody to do nothing. If you understood what you had and who I am, you would be honored to be next to me. Sometimes you have to be your own cheerleader. You have to sometimes support your own self or sometimes make your own self feel good. Validate yourself. When you validate yourself, then you won't fall for the bullcrap. I don't have to chase after something that don't want me. I need to learn to read the signs. Read the sign. The sign is clear as day. If the signs say no trespassing, that doesn't mean and just let me step on it. Let me pass through because trespassing means staying. I'm not going to stay. I'm just going to go in and come back out. There's no rationality. None is needed. If it says no, then it's no. So I've learned or I'm learning to accept the nose. I'm learning to embrace the nose. I've experimented. Now, I've tried one girl after college. You know, just to be sure. Because I punked out the first time. It didn't work the second time. The third time, I didn't even like this girl. Neither was I attracted to this girl. But this girl was so in love with me. 
And I said, you know what? I'm going to try it. So she wasn't she wasn't attracted to me. Not not at all. So, this is what I did. We flirted. I kissed her. She used to tell me of how the guy that used to be, or the guy that used to be attracted to her, never, you know, made her wet, or she enjoyed any of their advances. So... In my mind, that was a signal for, I got something to work for now. I have a goal. I have a challenge. I could get her wet, and I could get her to enjoy it. But she said, nothing, nothing goes on down there. It doesn't work. Just like, whatever. So I said, this is my challenge. Let me see what I can do. So at that time, I studied and learned how to eat vagina, okay? I Googled it. (laughs) I Googled how to eat vagina and how to, you know, make it do all that stuff, right? So I said, okay, it's showtime. I didn't take it to my house because she was so... So intriguing to me that I was like, okay, you might, I don't know what you might do. You might put voodoo on my house. You might steal something out of my house. You might take something and put some voodoo pins in it. I don't know what you might do. So I said, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to hang out in the streets. We hung out in the streets and hung out in the park. And we started in Prospect Park. I mean, Highland Park. Walked around, kids found a space, can find a spot. Then we went to Prospect Park. And we in the bushes in Prospect Park. And I said, let me see what can, I can do. So I started eating her out. She started moaning. And I, I saw the liquid, right? Hilarious. So I saw the liquid, right? So her moaning, you know, turned me on because I'm I'm attracted to moaning. So Morning turned me on, and I was like, oh, wow, my dick got hard. That's new. I'm like, maybe I'm bisexual. I don't know. So, I was like, okay. I, I, I tried to put the condom on. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Then I went to put, <laughs> you know, my dick near her vagina. And my dick started going soft. And I was like, okay, what is this? So I was like, maybe, you know, maybe you suck it. 
and it get it hard. So she started sucking it. And I felt it get a little hard. I said, okay, I said, I'm gonna try this again. Lord, it was like trying to put clay <laughs> in a pocket. <laughs> this did you call it pocket? Pocket. It was no way. <laughs> Yo, oh, my dick shriveled up so bad. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm crying. Oh my lord. I was like, this can't be happening. I said, this can't be happening. And so I was like, I don't believe this. I was like, bone again, do something. And I was like, you know what? Let's just go. And so we walk it out of the bushes. And I saw this cute guy at the bottom of the bush. And me and her walking down for the bushes, holding hands. And he caught my eye. I caught his eye. And I'm walking past, and she's looking straight, and I'm looking at him at the point of my eye. And he winked at me and blew me a kiss. And my dick got hard. At that moment, I said to myself, I'm gay. <laughs> Oh my lord, this is funny. I am crying. I'll see you next time.